You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Guardian. Welcome to episode 53 of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and its community. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening, we thank you as always for making us a part of your Destiny experience. My name is Jorge. And my name is David. And I'm Jordan. So make sure you guys are checking out all the other podcasts available here on the Mash Those Buttons network at www.mashthosebuttons.com. Make sure to get involved with In Orbit by sending us questions at inorbitpodcast at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to be talking about This Week at Bungie, the Sandbox Update Ride Along. I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about 2.5.0.2. We're going to talk about the Megablocks fiasco and DestinyCon trademark filing. Before we get into all of that, how has your week been? My week has been pretty nice, actually. Um, again, it's kind of like last week. I didn't go into Destiny that much. Just occasionally I'd hop in for some strikes or daily crucible or something. But when I was there, it was enjoyable. Um, I've been reusing fusion rifles a lot because I'm going for my grimoire completion when I'm on. And that's actually the one gun I haven't done all my grimoire stuff with. So that's what I've been working on. Do you have a Vex Mythical class? Yeah, but that's lame. I use, I've just been using Plan C and Crucible. Lame? Slowly getting there. Yeah, oh. lame. Lame? Lame. Oh. That's a cheater's way of doing things. Bull. I call bull. Dude, I roll into the Crucible double fusion. Come on, man. <laughs> the only way to do it. All right. And Jordan, how has your week been? It's been all right. I've been playing. Taking breaks a little bit more again, starting to slow down. Work's busy, man. I can't, yeah. I can't handle the work. But uh, I played some trials and uh, I actually raided. I hadn't raided for a couple weeks, um, at least heavily. Uh, I jumped into some raids again, but I didn't do Wrath of the Machine. I did Vog and Crota. It was fantastic. I uh, got someone their first Vex Mytho class. Well, I shouldn't say I did, but I'm going to take the credit. Because I was there when it happened. <laughs> and uh, that was fun. I, I had more fun doing Vogue and Crota than I've had playing Wrath of the Machine for a while. And I, I in the past, I've said Wrath of the Machine is great. But um, it started to get a little bit taxing trying to do Axis uh, with groups and such. Uh, mostly the challenge because of the, the way that's run, the fast pace of it. Um, I guess people just don't drink enough coffee beforehand. Um, so, yeah, right. Vogue and Crota was fun. I still need to get my... Uh, Flawless, which is, uh, I don't know, almost embarrassing to say. We almost um, did we, it that one night. Huh, and then you've never gotten a somebody. Flawless Raider, man? I've had the worst luck with it. 
And All right. Well, well, we'll get you well, one. Yeah. Well, no, remember I, the, the other night we almost did it and yes. somebody just died on ear you. Yes. Because they were being silly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we almost had it and it was like really casual and um, it just, yeah. I don't know. I, I had never it. done mine. And then a couple months ago, I think it was a couple months ago. It might have been longer now. Um, Mm, there was a period of time where with uh, Technodrome, me and Jorge were just doing a bunch of them, and that was when I got mine, but those yep. were, it took like 20 minutes each, so we can get you one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember I actually jumped in on one of those one night, and then like something happened, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't actually finish it. I had to bounce out, and, um, and then that was like the one time I probably definitely would have had it, and the, all the other times, uh, something dumb happens, like Crota is glitching out really bad and killing people, and teleporting something you know so i'm like ah it's just like one of those things that doesn't it feels like it's not my thing it's not gonna happen but i know it will it's all good uh, enough you know, about it's not that. my thing crux of crota still never gotten one no that, i haven't either and that's another reason why i'm running crota again um i have yeah we know you have like hey four, you know what okay? i want to hear about your 37 cruxes you know where you can put those mm, all right anyway jorge <laughs> how has your week been we want to hear some jorge <laughs> updates at a certain point, I had four cruxes, a crota, one in the vault, one on each character, and you can't get another one because it says it'll just go to the postmaster. So I had seven cruxes, a crota, in the postmaster. It was actually kind of funny. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so ignoring funny. you. <laughs> you can leave again me, now. As for me, I've been on a little bit of a sabbatical. Uh, I had the thing with the thingy. And it kind of like was like, I quit working. So then they had to cut it out. And I'm talking about my gallbladder. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're so, 95% of the man you used to be. I'm 95%. I just poop a lot more. <laughs> um, that's been pretty much it. It's just, <laughs> the past two weeks, if you haven't noticed, David and Jordan have obviously taken over the show in a coup d'etat and completely eliminated me from the picture. And now I'm being held against my will to complete this show um, for today with a gun to the back of the head. So David, I've been David, doing very well, Jordan. I mean, I'm Thank like you. six states away from you, so I don't know who's holding that gun to your head. Uh, David, you have henchmen. We got people. I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> No, but my week has been pretty chill. Uh, there's not much that was going on for me uh, besides doctor follow-ups and random boring stuff, blah, 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 blood tests. Nothing special. But, but you got to play some Destiny, man. That's an improvement. I did. I got to play Destiny. Let me tell you something first. Before we get into anything, I never realized how frustratingly physically demanding Nightfalls can be until that first day when I came back from the hospital, and I was like, I could do a nightfall, and I'm over here at the end. <sighs> <laughs> now, I know I was you got pretty the night weak. And I, I was pretty weak. I, I still wasn't at full strength, and I still had, you know, I was kind of laid back, and if I laid on my side, my, my stomach would be kind of bothering me. So... I kind of just was sitting up and at the end, like I'm hunched over, like and 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 completely discombobulated. I was like, I probably need to go and lay down. 
I quit, guys. Bye. <laughs> and I ended up getting some random emote, winter emote 2015. I was like, this is my reward. I sacrificed all this time to complete this nightfall. And I'm over here hunched like, like, I forget his name from Hunchback of Notre Dame. doesn't matter. The that joke Quasimodo. is done. Shut up. It is Him. Quasimodo. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, it was really surprising in, on, on doing a nightfall after kind of suffering through all that nonsense and just being so exhausted and out of breath. I'm like, this is, I feel pretty weak. I need to actually so. start doing those because I still have not gotten an icebreaker. Oh, my God. I've gotten two or don't, three. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, man. I feel you on the crux because I haven't gotten one of those, but come on. No icebreaker. That's it. We're doing nightfalls this week. Oh, shit. I can't. I'm going away for work. Dang it. <laughs> Jorge's going to take you through some nightfalls. I'll no. I see if I wanted to, I would just go solo them if I really wanted it that bad, but. That's true. No, come on, solo nightfalls. It's more fun playing those things with friends. Come I on. honestly think it's more fun soloing them at this point. <laughs> like, real talk. I mean, Forget it is fun to guys. play with friends, but like, they're not a challenge anymore. So, Hold doing them the... solo becomes the challenge. Hold up. The... Did you just say real talk? Yeah, real talk. I'm done. We're going to move on to the next topic right now. <laughs> real talk. 2003. Real talk. Sit down. Anyway, so let's go into the 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 first topic. This week at Bungie, uh, not much was in there. All they really mentioned was a sandbox update happening on February 11th. Well, they're going to talk about the sandbox update. The actual update happens the week after, and the ride along is going to be February 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. UK. And they're going to talk about the expected changes from Hotfix 2.5.0.2. And my guess is that they're probably going to be on Rusted Lands when they're going to show off all these different things. Why Rusted Lands? Yeah. Because that was the one that they keep mentioning as being the most balanced for all gun types. I know, but they did the last one on what? They did Exodus Blue and... Shoot, That's true. Why can't I remember the other name? The one with the horseshoe. The one with the horseshoe. Yeah. It's a, that's what I call it when we play Trials is Horseshoe. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. It's a newer map. <sighs> you know. No, not really. I think it might be Dark Below or Taken King. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not thinking of the same one. Ladies and gentlemen, David is well prepared. Yes. Anyway. I got my info down pat. No, but we're getting a Valentine's Day gift. It's a new Crucible. Yay. I guess <laughs> I just uh, I, I uh, at this point there's only so much that you can actually do to the engine without completely changing everything and if all they're going to do is tweak this here tweak this there I'm not expecting much I mean I, I know you guys have already talked about 2.5.0.2 and your speculations my what I think is going to happen is Hand cannons are going to be more prevalent and possibly... They're like the only prevalent gun right now besides Clever Dragon. Which is weird because they're still so, so inconsistent. High-powered auto rifles, man. I'm rooting for that meta like everybody else. If anything, I see mid-impact auto rifles. That's making okay. Combat. I'll take that too. <laughs> 
All I, all I really want okay. them to do, I don't want them to nerf those high, uh, high rate of fire pulse rifles to the ground. I just want them to make the range perk mean something. And if all they do is make that range perk mean something, I think it changes the game completely. That's it. Okay, so then I think it's I think it's worth mentioning real quick, even though it's could be completely and totally falsehood. But we've we've talked about less than this before. You know, you know that little leak a couple of days ago, the picture of a supposed leak from a Bungie post or whatever that talked about, about a few changes. Shot package coming back. Yeah, a changed <laughs> shot package, and uh, what was the other ones? Hand cannons. Uh, Bloom is changed, so now it's by based off range instead of mm-hmm. accuracy at all. And what, uh-huh. um, which should have been decrease on high rate of fire pulse rifles like the it, The reason why I think it was fake is solely because everything anybody wanted to know anything about was in this one tiny little picture. So you're saying right. it was like too good to be true? Yes, basically. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like the changes they mentioned there weren't bad. And I'd be OK with them. Well, this the the one thing that just did the the nerf to the nerf and damage to high rate of fire pulse rifles that just didn't seem I don't know uh, just they, it, they probably it, will get, realistically they might be the only thing that gets an actual nerf though because right now it takes the same bursts to kill as the higher impact uh, pulse rifles so they need to make it so it takes an extra burst to kill or there'll be no balance between that and other pulse rifles. Yeah. If they do that, I want them to increase the magazine size then. Okay, no, no, actually I agree with that. I'd be okay with that because he's right. They basically have the same magazine size as the higher impact pulse rifles. So if they're going to take more bullets to kill, they should get more bullets. I mean, that's always been my thing. If you're going to decrease the damage, because I'm not only looking at it in PvP terms. I look at it in PVE terms. If you decrease the damage of something that has a negative effect on that gun in PVE, which means that to compensate it so that you don't always have to reload and, and deal with enemies at a distance or, or, or not at a distance, that's not what I mean, so that you, you can better be equipped for enemies on PVE, you kind of want to bump up the ammo reserves a little bit. And, and by that, I mean like an extra two bursts. I'm not saying that you you give it unlimited ammo like a 50 magazine that that would just be absolutely ridiculous but bump it up so that it doesn't affect the gun as much in PVE. I mean my thought has always kind of been going off like the PVP side if you're going to have a gun its clip should be big enough that you can have enough ammo to get two kills in a non-ideal situation. That's what I feel is a good clip size for guns. So like you saw it, the Doctrine had it originally, it had that 54 bullet clip, which made it so you didn't have to hit every bullet, but you could still get two kills without worrying about reloading normally, which I think is right. Hand cannons have it. They've got that like seven to nine where it's like you don't have to hit every single shot and you can still kill two people with your clip. Yeah, the, I mean, the hand cannons are weird because I this is going to be very unpopular, and I'm I'm waiting to get melted on this one. Here I, we go, and here we go. 
So you have the highest rate of fire, like your, uh, your, uh, oh, what is it called now? Damn it. Um, water star hand cannon, or you, you, you can even go with the water star, water star. or your thorn. And they, they fire at a pretty good rate. But then you have stuff like Hawk Moon, the Hawk Moon archetype, or Palindrome, or whatever type of Aeus Luna. Your, your mid impact, or uh, that's weird to really think of what type of archetype hand cans are because they vary so weirdly. But we'll say that that's the mid impact range. But it fires at an, a very comparable rate to those fastest firing hand cannons. The point that it's it's there's no point in using the fastest firing. So my, this is just my opinion. I think that they need to slow down the rate of fires on that archetype, and they need to slow down the rate of fire on the highest impact guns a little bit, and that and just just to to add some differentiation to those guns, and just make it so that the range on the highest impact is the is better than the mid impact and the lowest impact i mean i see what you're saying but i i don't think i mean i personally because I, I mean i use hand cannons a ton i can feel that fire rate difference hugely between the different archetypes and i think if anything they just need to make it so the highest rate of fire hand cannons are more accurate per se when you're firing them at, at their highest rate of fire that way there's actually a reason to use it because basically what they have right now is you have the lowest impact hand cannons and the highest impact hand cannons and they have this differentiating fire rate but you can't use it because as soon as you start pulling the trigger as fast as you can no matter what archetype you're using bloom takes over so strongly that you just start missing all your shots and that's what's making these highest impact or these highest rate of fire ones completely obsolete. You have to wait for your hand cannon to settle anyway. And the hand cannon is going to settle in the same amount of time, no matter the impact on it right now. So it's just very counterproductive the way they have it set up. And I don't know. I, I can't give a, a foolproof way of fixing it, but they do need to look at it and figure out something. I, I just think that the that Hawkmoon archetype fires too fast for the impact and considering it's a two-shot kill you can get those two-shot kills very very quickly and i i just i just think that it needs to be slowed down a tad just to give additional i don't want to say incentive but additional reason to use a different archetype like a faster fire rate because the faster fire rate even with luck in the chamber you're not going to get a two-shot kill it's a three-shot kill weapon Two to, head, two to the head, one to the body. I, I'm almost positive that's correct. Um, or three headshots. But the palindrome archetype, it, it just it's a very strong. Let's say that they get rid of, of bloom, or whatever, and, and and you have that palindrome archetype. At the current rate of fire, you can kill somebody very, 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 very quickly. Uh, with that luck in the chamber proccing. So I just think it's a little too fast and it just has a little too much range. And I would prefer to ha have the ranges lowered on that archetype. And that just emphasizes the higher impact um, hand cannons and gives additional incentive to use the fastest fire, fire hand cannons. 
Yeah, yeah. I would definitely. I would love to use the faster fire rate hand cannons. That would be. It'd be awesome if they balanced them to make them more useful. The problem that that we're running into right now, there's not enough differentiation between that lowest impact hand cannon and the palindrome archetype to the point where okay, well, palindrome was given get me a two shot kill if it procs. Fastest fire rate is not going to get me a two shot kill no matter what. Why am I going to use the 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 faster fire rate? Right, but we we've run into that problem with every single type of gun in this game, and in every single type of gun right now, we have that ideal gun to use with pulse rifles. It's highest rate of fire with auto rifles. It's highest rate of fire with scout rifles. It's highest rate of fire, and it's basically only hand cannons that just have it as the not highest rate of fire because of their damage output with each bullet. And I think just in general, we've talked about this before. There's just currently a, a flawed system between rate of fire and damage output because they're not willing to give that extra crank to the higher impact things just because of ideal situations. When, when they're balancing right now, they're looking at ideal situations. So you have this situation where an ideal kill time should be similar. So you basically have an ideal kill time with the highest impact auto rifle will say takes uh, four bullets and like 0.8 seconds. It's not that, but we'll say it is. And then you have the ideal situation with a highest rate of fire auto rifle is six bullets and 0.8 seconds. Okay, that is theoretically balanced. Well, you're never really going to get an ideal situation, especially with auto rifles when you're playing in the crucible because of movement, because of how people are jumping around. So what you end up having is highest rate of fire because you can spray with it turns its typical situation into about a one second kill time because you're missing bullets here and there. And then you have the highest rate of fire where it's more of a penalty to miss bullets and its typical kill times turns into something like 1.4 seconds. So they need to be willing to make it so that the ideal kill time goes to something like 0.8 for highest rate of fire and 0.6 for highest impact. Because then yes, in the ideal situation that highest impact is more powerful but because the ideal situation is so rare in crucible play it ends up balancing them both right around a second kill time interesting <laughs> after all that that's what you had to say yep that's all i got uh, we've talked about the the hand cannon stuff a bunch so i i, I mean, yeah I, I like what he has to say but um yeah, hand cannons we've talked about. Man, we've talked about pulse rifles way too much. Um, yeah. Pulse rifles are just the weirdest weapon because they could easily fit any range or should be able to be used in any range based on your archetype. Yes. But should. there's not a specific range for them. They just go wherever they want. Like, oh, I'm going to go over here. I'm yeah. going to go over here. You guys are the, clever, the clever dragon with high caliber. Oh, you said it. You said it. it no, I'm triggered. No, it, it's triggered. true. Though. Like, you'll be across the map. Say, you say you're just dragon, trying to. I'm back. <laughs> you're trying to, like, snipe someone across the map or shoot them with your scout rifle across the map. And all of a sudden you're bouncing everywhere and you're like, what the heck is going on? High caliber rounds, clever dragon. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. you guys said something about damage earlier. And David, um, I think it was maybe like uh, either one of the last two episodes without Jorge. Um, we, we were talking about the pulse rifle meta a bit. And uh, I don't know if it's the damage. It's it's the range. Like, clever dragon, just use that as the, the whipping post. and. That thing can hit you from so far. It's 
ludicrous. It's, yep. it's both though, because it doesn't really have a damage drop off. Damage, yeah, damage <laughs> drop off. So the actual damage, damage drop off of bullet two. is fine. It's the yeah, the drop off is isn't there, and it needs to be added. Right. And if I was ten feet from someone and they're hitting me with twenty fives to the head, I wouldn't care. Yeah, but I mean, you're, when, you're when melted, I'm across the map and sense. I'm getting hit with 24s now instead, it's like, what is going on? Yeah. And don't forget, wh- one of the good points that you brought up was the stagger stagger per bullet. It's doing as much. It seems like it's doing as much stagger per bullet as any other weapon would. And it that's why it wrecks you because you're getting hit by the burst instead of just one bullet. And you're like, you know, going all over the place that needs to be addressed. I don't, when I, you're going, you're going over more than other guns because more bullets are hitting you quicker, so you have less right. time for your guy to return to normal. And that exactly, it's, it's like what happened when Doctrine was the meta. It's you're you're being hit so much that you're just bouncing all over the place, and there's no recovery at all. Yeah. Oh my god! It's imagine like, Doctrine with high caliber rounds. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Oh. Uh, it's like that. I'm thinking like one of those old like Looney Tunes cartoons where like the bulldog dressed in like the suit like a gangster has the Tommy gun he starts firing it and he's like jumping all over the place you know <laughs> that's like what it's like when you start to get hit by like a clever dragon or something with high caliber rounds like that you're just like you know the one thing you know what oh, go ahead go ahead I was gonna say you know what irks me about the damage drop off in PVE you see that damage drop off right there is a significant <laughs> damage drop off like I'm I'm doing for example uh, Wrath of the Machine. If they're down there and I'm using my hand cannon, it takes two shots to kill a shank. If it's it's a, if it's in a good range, that shank is dead. There's an actual... Th- th- you feel the difference in PvE that damage drop off the range. In PvP, you don't see that nonsense. You're like, I'm dead from downtown. So wanna, what just happened to me? You want to know why oh. that happens, though? It's because... In PvE, you have something like you hit a target and it's like 500, 500, 500 for each bullet. And then a little bit further away, it's like 410, 252. And you're like, dang, that's like a big drop off versus PvP when realistically what's what, what's going on is it's like 24.967, And real, that's not doing anything different. It's still damaging them in about the exact same amount of time. You know, you know what? Maybe the way to balance PvP better is to just make everybody's health a little bit larger. And what I mean by that is this: make in, right now everybody's health is about two hundred, and maybe the health should be about five hundred, and they just adjust the damage. I mean, but all that would do is make it so you see the damage drop off more. It wouldn't make it so it's actually doing anything different. The exact outcome would be the same you just see it more here at in orbit we care about your health and well-being so we're going to give you more of it exactly but then we're also <laughs> going to give things that kill you better yes i i just think they're they're kind of the, they're stuck the with those with numbers of 200 of, of about 200 and it's messing everything up because then you have to go into like these decimals and it just it just doesn't seem I don't know. It's weird. It's it's weird. And it's it, again, as I've said before on many shows before, it, it, PvP Crucible Destiny most frustrating thing to have to try to balance. And I do not envy that job 
that anybody has a bungee, you try to get it so that everybody's satisfied or so that you get some sort of balance, quote unquote, for the for at least a month before everybody finds a new meta, which is probably gonna be I don't know, ill will. Oh god. No, no, no ill will. Damn you, ill will. Ill will will not All be right. the meta. But what I've like I've said before, <laughs> it's because they don't consistently balance. They just come through with these bulldozer balance patches. They need to be I know they might not have the resources to do it right now. I hope hope to God they're preparing it for Destiny 2. But they need to be able to every few weeks go in and touch one or two guns, touch one or two archetypes, just the yeah. littlest bit. And that's what brings balance to a crucible. They keep things yeah, touch consistently. Oh my God. <laughs> they, they keep things consistently moving. So one naughty. last point I wanted to add though, and this is touch completely kind of irrelevant <laughs> as you guys whisper sweet nothings in the background. But anytime yeah. Jorge talks about the <laughs> hot fix, he basically turns this into a musical. He's like 2.5.0.2. And, <laughs> and it's hilarious and I love it. Oh, David, you know how to touch my archetype and adjust it. All right. So. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, David, why don't you go ahead and talk about mash those buttons? I don't know if I'm coherent enough right now, but. Uh, touch it. <laughs> Mash Those Buttons is your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today on Mash Those Buttons Network at www.mashthosebuttons.com. David, you always have your finger on my pulse. Anyway... Um, Jeez, now, next okay, topic. that went a little too far. Just a little too far, even though it's highest impact. Anyway. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> Zinger. <laughs> uh, Zinger. Okay. <laughs> so, next topic. Let's go ahead and talk about the Mega Bloks leaks, uh, which, in case anybody didn't hear about it, on, I believe it was Amazon, there were three announced sets that were uh, set to be sold. By Megablocks, there's a Cabal Goliath tank, uh, the Cabal Bruiser Battle Building Set, and the Aspect of Glass Building Set. Aspect of Glass isn't that interesting because it's basically the ship from Vault of Glass. It's cool that we have it, but it's not all that special. But you want to know what's Cabal interesting about it before you skip away from that? It has an actual firing cannon. It does have a firing cannon, which may or may not Gun be... Gunfights in Destiny 2 confirmed! Oh my god. Do you say gunfights? We already have gunfights. Ship fights in Destiny 2 confirmed. <laughs> you get to use guns in Destiny 2 confirmed. Woo! Oh my gosh. Um, you heard it here first. I think it would... It, you, have, you have a high probability of, of ship combat based on just... Everybody's been asking for it. And they've already done Sparrow Racing, so that was the one thing that people have been asking about. So, but let's talk about the actual Cabal Bruiser Battle Building Set, which is the special one. Where on the it's on the special. image that that they were able to pull up, Lord Shex prepares to pit his blade against the furious cleavers of a Cabal Red Guard, and they're in the tower hangar which indicates that one the cabal are probably going to invade the tower 
Two, there's going to be a situation where you're fighting with Lord Shax. And three, the Cabal Emperor is probably going to be the last boss, and it's going to be awesome. And I hope that the raid is actually in the last city, and you have to take back the city. And four, Shax is a badass and has a raised lighter. Well, he's always been a badass. The dude is ridiculous. It's just you never, it like... He's missing a horn. Yo, Shaq, that's what obsessed the back me of about this game so greatly. That's what, like, all the story that you've read, it, or you can read in the grimoire, I should say, about Lord Shax, the dude is like, don't invade the moon. They're going to kill you if you do so. They killed everybody. Lord Shax is like, I told you. What did I just say? Like, I just want to see Lord Shax, like, get like a big barrel of a baby powder and like anytime he's proven right he just like dips his hand and smacks somebody can we talk about how <laughs> hype he'll probably get when he's killing things though i really when you're really shooting each other in the crucible and like people that. aren't dying he's like seventh column so Dude, yeah he's gonna get pretty hype as he's chopping down some cabal you know it'd be awesome if there was a a little cutscene where like there's a Colossus, Lord Shax kills a Colossus and then takes his Gatling gun as like And then you're just sitting him. in the background like I can't believe my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Triple down. Yo, if he if he called out his own kills, I'd lose it. <laughs> Magnificent <laughs> confirmed Destiny 2. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, Lord Shax. I'm hoping to see a lot of good stuff in PvE with Lord Shax because he's an awesome character. He's hilarious. And I love how they built him up over the years because in in year one, he said various things. It wasn't all that special. And then they started giving him more lines. And then he started getting more exciting. And and just it's, it's a fun, fun character. And it's one of my favorite characters in Destiny. And he's only in crucible where you're just talking or he's talking to you it's hilarious um but yeah just let's go back to the actual topic where <laughs> that was the topic they're talking about what's up i said that was the topic eh, the topic was really about the cabal red guard and the actual yeah this is the first time we've ever heard of the red guard yep and i don't know i i, I just I don't know how much of this is true, or it may just be a playset that they just created. I just really, really hope that when the event does happen, if it does happen, the invasion of the tower, that they go all out and just destroy the entire place and force you to go out there in the wilderness. And and I'm really excited for Destiny 2 because of the potentials for... Awesome, awesome moments where you, where you just feel like everything is crumbling around you. Like the cabal are. I I've always felt the cabal could be an actual threat. Like they from the beginning, they said they're seven hundred pounds and they blow up moons just for getting in their way. So like I've always or blow up planets, I should say. So you always knew that the cabal could be a threat, and I just I want to see that in game. I want to see the Cabal just like blowing up things because it's in their way. Tanks all over the place and you just have to go after them. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. I'm excited for, for, for Destiny 2, which might not even happen in 2017. 
Bungie, get this engine together. It needs to come out this year. Yo, so what uh, about the Cabal Emperor? You know, we, we're we so used to seeing like huge, like physically huge bosses. Do you think it'd be cool to see a Cabal Emperor that's actually not like a huge sized boss, but actually sort of small, almost like a, like a Scion sized? Well, here's the thing. Like the Cabal Empire isn't just those big guys and the Scions. There's, there's. Think of it like the Roman Empire, where you had your Romans from the actual Italian peninsula. You had the Africans. You had Asians. You had Middle Easterns. You had the Gaul. You had all these different very uh, various tribes. The Roman Empire wasn't just your typical olive-skinned Italian. Yeah. It was okay. Africans, all these different... Uh, I don't want to say species, but different people from all over the from all over the empire. If they play their cards right with the cabal, they would do the same thing. You have your typical big, beefy bruisers who are shooting guns. You have your scions. You bring in other people, the winged warriors who are able to fly around. Like when I think cabal, and I because of all the different names, centurions and scions and whatever. I'm automatically thinking of the Roman Empire. Right. And okay. I would I would bring in all these different variations of cabal. So it's not just one race, so to say, or one type of people. It's an actual empire. They're conquering universes and plan and planets and galaxies. Oh, that okay. I, you know, I never thought about it like that, but yeah, that would be a great way to introduce new types of beings in the game through the cabal. New like a 27 foot tall scion. Well, not that. What the hell is wrong what? with you? No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sit down. Go over here with your nonsense. 27 <laughs> foot tall scion. You know how awkward that would look? It'd be awesome. We could call him Godzilla. We ain't got Like all of a sudden, like no he this is little. No. <laughs> that would this is just like almost awkward looking. I'm going to create, I'm going to do a little clip art or. Photoshop and just create a 27 foot tall when a scion. 27 foot tall scion is the emperor of the cabal you come crying you. back to me <laughs> if that actually happens I'm gonna lose it I'm gonna be done that's, I can't. You know, if that I, actually happens and then, then I can sort of envision like the guys at Bungie that are doing like the rendering and all that stuff for the game like just accidentally deleting the file for the cabal emperor <laughs> and like oh oh shit what do we do now? Dude, just take a scion and and make them bigger. Like, yeah, good idea. They'll never know. No, that's no way it's going to happen. I, I uh, That would actually be very funny and I would be done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still picturing this because I'm just because you know what's funny? I'm also picturing that 26 foot tall scion doing that little hand slap and knocking somebody out and watching their body fly. Can you imagine a 27 foot tall scion doing that whole like that that pulse wave thing at you? Oh they basically would just God. like one pulse it'd wave would like just a wipe tidal you out. wave. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, oh man, that would be fun. Although I By do phone, see I the horrible. possibility of a giant creature like a brumach, like being controlled by the cabal. Can you spell that? The brumach from Gears of War. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I was joking. I see to spell it. <laughs> oh, B R U M A K. Oh, there you go. Okay. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's enough speculation on that Mega Bloks. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> now that it got real awkward, let's move on to Destiny Con, the trademark filing by Bungie. So last year there was an event hosted by Gathalion and all of them uh, called Destiny Con, if I'm not mistaken. And that's where they raised all that money for St. Jude's that they're going to continue on this year under the title Guardian Con. Bungie trademarked Destiny Con. Now, we don't know for what. A lot of people are speculating it's going to be a similar event. My speculation is they're going to go ahead and do something similar to what Blizzard does with BlizzCon. Not in the immediate future, but in we'll say 2018 or 2019 where they have a giant event. And from there, that's where they announce their big games or their expansions coming in 2018. We're going to have, I don't know the, the new, next Vex themed expansion or, and this is what's going to change. And this is what's going to be here. And just a big event where they, where they announce their expansions and new games or whatever. Rather than waiting for E3, they have their own control event. I, I, I don't see any other reason for them to trademark that. Then again, they just might be also doing it to protect their brand, just so that nobody can take it. What do you guys think? Probably mixture, honestly. I think they're going to do an event, and they needed to trademark it, obviously. Um, luckily, uh Gathalion, Broman, and that crew already were using it. So they had a, a friendly outlet to pull from and get that name. And uh, you know, those guys switched to Guardian Con, which actually I think from a marketing standpoint makes a lot of sense. Destiny Con being Bungie's property, Guardian Con essentially being the community's property, being Guardians. I think it's clever. Um, yeah, it'll probably be uh Bungie's uh, platform, uh, live event for marketing purposes, new expansions and such like that. And uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it because I have I I almost pulled the trigger and planned a Guardian Con trip. I'm not going to go, but I think in the future I may, I may want to try to get myself to some of these events because they seem fun. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it could be cool. I just, I wonder how they'll end up doing it if they do do something with it because, I mean, you've got a couple communities you could pull from like the blizzcon style thing there is um i know you guys aren't that into this but i still play clash of clans from back in the day and there's clash i know right there's clash con that happens every year where they basically have bring in all the big community members and then they release info on all the updates they have coming up and they'll have like a big clash of clans tournament with the best players at it and stuff so i mean they could do something like that um, Activision has a history of stuff like this. They have the Call of Duty XP event that goes on every year where um, they reveal stuff about the upcoming game and they have a big million dollar tournament for whatever the active game is. So, I mean, something like that I think would be really cool. And then you'd have this Destiny Con being put on by the actual companies with a lot of sanctioned things, new details or updates perhaps being released through it. And then you have Guardian Con, which, like Jordan said, is the community's event where the community comes together to do what they've been doing. But at the same time, um, that is a ton of work for people like Broman and Gethalian. And if there was a Destiny Con to be put on by Activision, I wouldn't blame them if they kind of let Guardian Con go and had Destiny Con just be the thing to do every year. 
I don't think they're going to let Guardian Khan go. And I really hope they don't do that. I know you're just speculating, but if they were to do that, I think that would be a big mistake because I don't see Destiny Khan or Bungie's event being a charity event. And Guardian Khan essentially is a charity driven event that brings a community together. And that's something that we need and we love. So I don't think they're going to let it go. Um, and I hope they don't because it is an awesome event. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know it is a lot of work, but I think that because of all the different streamers that are involved, I think it makes it slightly easier on Gathalion. I'm not saying that it's absolutely easy, that it's that's you could just sign a couple of things and then bam, you have an event. But I think that they have enough people to accommodate what they're trying to do. And I think it's it's a pretty pretty solid solid solidly I can't speak, I'm sorry. Solidly backed event that they have enough support for it. Um but with regards to DestinyCon, I think it's it's gonna be its own thing. It's not gonna be like where you go to meet your favorite streamers or whatever. It's gonna be more of this is the game, let's celebrate it. Here's all these new things, here's a new tournament, blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Keep them separate. By the way, I, I just want to point out at the beginning when David started talking, he said doo-doo. Anyway. <laughs> doo-doo. It's like when, when Destiny doo-doo and... Only you would pick out when someone says doo-doo. <laughs> I do. I do pick out doo-doo. Anyway, David, why don't you go ahead and wrap this bad boy up? Well, as always, we want to thank you all for listening to In Orbit. Let you know we are available on a ton of platforms. So please make sure you're spreading the word. The best way to do this is to share In Orbit with others. So let them know we are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, and we also have an RSS feed. The links to each are available on the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com. Make sure to stay tuned after the show for to hear what's coming this week on Mash Those Buttons. And make sure to check out the other shows on Mash Those Buttons Network at mashthosebuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. For any questions regarding scheduling, you can check mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule for all scheduling details. Doo-doo. And make sure to check us out on twitter.com slash site. Facebook.com slash mash those buttons, YouTube.com slash mash those buttons. David, where can people find you at? You can find me streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dsbolt, and on Twitter at ds underscore bolt. And be careful because they'll touch you. Jordan, where can people find you at? Well, don't touch me. Uh, you can find me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash imtbot and on Twitter at im underscore tbot. And people can find me at all the different social networking sites on at GoToNRG. That's G-O, the number two, N-R-G. Make sure to contact us with any questions to inorbitpodcasts at gmail.com. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls. Points and directs. Shapes and forms. I may not enjoy what lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, 
and what is in my future is my destiny. And on behalf of the entire In Orbit team, David, Jordan, Jarrett, and myself, we thank you for listening to our show, and as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your destiny calls. Oh, guys. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, February 6th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week talking about the upcoming hotfix, Mega Bloks Mega Spoiler, and Destiny Con. On Tuesday, February 7th, Nick, Ray, Jeremy, and Eric bring you the latest in Warcraft on WoW Talk. This week talking more on Nighthold and the race for the world first. Also on Tuesday, SITREP Radio brings you a special edition talking about Ghost Recon Wildlands Beta. On Wednesday, February 8th, Jarrett, Mikey, and Bond bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week talking about Terry Crews' test for Doomfist, Season 3 competitive bell curve, and the Korean Banhammer. On Friday, February 3rd, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SITREP Radio, talking the latest in the division and the state of the game. To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.